What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Dynasty Digest. JWB, where we give you a consumable dynasty perspective. I'm your host, Tyler at FF Tyler O. You guessed it. We're going to be talking rookies once again. With me, joining me, is one of my dear friends, uh, Duchesne's Alexander, Deep Dive Duchesne's, they have called him. What's up, man? Thanks for coming on. Not much. Uh, how you been, dude? I haven't dude. been uh, haven't been in the circles much, but this is nice. Yeah, it's, I mean it, things are good. It's just you know it, the things uh, you might you might leave the the, the content streets a bit, Duchesne's, but the, the cycle turns. Nothing changes. We're yeah. doing the same shit we were doing for the last five years. <laughs> yeah. You can take the douche out of the streets, but you can't take the streets out of the douche. That is what they say. Many do say that. So today is going to be a fun episode. We're talking about biggest ADP movers after the combine. Again, we're doing a lot of rookie mocks in our JWB Discord. We had a ton happen before the combine. Now we've had a ton happen after the combine. So where have we seen the biggest movers in ADP likely due to the combine or lack thereof for some players? But anyways, I'm going to roll that intro and we're going to get started. He has the hearts of a lot of fantasy players. I like it a lot, honestly. I like I'm I'm in for death taxes and the 2022 water receiver class. I like what you were saying, Skylar. No, no player is completely untouchable. I think you guys really. I had not. I have not really heard this yet. I listen to a lot of pods, and I have not heard this yet. Well done, gentlemen. I'm really impressed. <laughs> Spaceman! <laughs> Holy shit, that was amazing. Yeah, it's great. I feel like every single. I knew you get a kick out of that. It's just great to hear Spaceman. <laughs> for those who don't know, the 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 back portion of that intro is our friend spaceman yeah. gassing up the jwb boys but we just love love to hear the voice we yeah, love to hear the voice duchanes and spaceman are really close so yeah. anyways moving on moving on from the personal stuff all right so we're talking biggest adp movers out the gate the biggest one's got to be anthony richardson we saw him going in that 108 109 range pre-combine he lit the combine on fire duchanes arguably the best quarterback prospect we've ever seen athletically of course um, he has now moved up to the 104. Um, four spots in the first um, is ex- is very significant for a player to move after the combine. With that said, man, your thoughts here? Yeah, it is hard to move up, especially in this draft where it was so rigid. This tier at like 105, 106, it's been there. People didn't want to admit it like a year ago, but it's been there. So for him to move up like the three or four spots from eight into that you know, four spot is, is massive and I'm out. I've been out on Richardson at the eight. So at four, I'm out because I just, he's just not the passer that I want to see. Now he's he the greatest athlete ever. I guess the numbers say so, but if you think he's the greatest QB athlete ever, then you're just lost in the number sauce. I think because Cam Newton shits bricks that are more athletic than Anthony Richardson, in my opinion. Sorry. I know the, the RAS score doesn't agree or whatever, but there- uh, Cam Newton was a goddamn freight train. I mean, th- th- there's more than one way to uh, figure out what it, what is athleticism. There's no way to really test that. Exactly. I mean, RAS scores RAS scores have their place, but I hear you, man. Um, I'm I'm mainly with you on Richardson. I think he's a great athlete, and I think he can probably run the ball pretty well. But there are elements of being a quarterback that I'm not sure he can learn. I think we're grasping. Like I feel like Josh Allen. It was like one of the worst things to happen to fantasy football analysts. <laughs> yeah, man. Because like when now everyone can be Josh Allen, you know? It's just <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, just like Will Levi. 
Yeah, man. It's it's something. Anyways, he's one of the biggest movers. Duchesne's is out at the price. I'm out at the price. You're going to hear a lot of people talk about Anthony Richardson, the 101, 102, 103, 104, obviously. Um, and I think people can chase that. Like, you want to chase upside, you're right. But there's plenty of upside you can get in this range without having yes, to draft the, Anthony like, Richardson. Absolutely. I mean... You want the upside. Like, the price is only going to keep going up. This is just from the combine. Yeah, wait till he's things. a top 15 pick, you know? Exactly. Wait until, I mean, I have some ridiculous bets at first overall that I would love the cash. Cause I what, got you got 30 to 1? No, it's 50 to 1? Yeah. Yeah, 50 to 1. Jesus. Yeah, I, I placed them before the combine, but and then before the trade, actually, before Panthers moved up. So Damn we'd love man. to see that, but I, I'm not holding out for, the, for that. But the price is going to continue moving up on Anthony Richardson's, which is just great. Let the prospects fall. Two other guys I want to talk about here. Um, not as high up, obviously, but kind of very similar here. We've seen Zay Flowers move from the, the second. He was like 203. He's moved up into the first step to 111. And we've also seen Jalen Hyatt. He's moved up about five spots from the middle of the second to 202. So we've seen a, a four to five spot rise uh, for Zay Flowers and Jalen Hyatt moving themselves into the top 15. Uh, they were both outside of the top 15. Well, just about there. But let's just say that. Zay Flowers, Jalen Hyatt outside of the top 15 moved themselves into the top 15 post-combine. Uh, warranted thoughts on these two wide receivers that seem to be you know right on that fringe of the first. Um, I still like him at price. Uh, it's, these are two guys that, uh, it kind of sucks to see him keep moving up because this is about where I like to take them. And it surprised me that they weren't this high. So I didn't really pay tons of attention to the combine personally, but like, I know people were kind of afraid of flowers being a little smaller, right? Did he just, did he, did he have come out with good numbers at the combine? Is that we're concerned yeah, gen- answered generally am yeah. yeah okay because i know like it's the i think these prices will continue to go up as well because i believe that they are going to be first round picks maybe yeah i think i think zay flowers is pretty yeah. locked J- jalen yeah. hyatt might be that fringe yeah where he's but, like but, a top 45 pick or something like that this could be like uh like a dotson and watson thing where like yep yep, Z- yep zay flowers gets the first round capital but um Jalen Hyatt gets the better spot in the second round. Yeah, so, better team, better situation, yeah, better quarterback. So like, I feel 100%. like these guys will end up being in the top of this this second tier sort of in the 108, even 109 come draft time because somebody might fall a little bit with the draft capital. I mean, I think Zach Charbonnet, he's, 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 he's due to fucking return to school or something. Like, please, bud. Please <laughs> like, keep going, dude. I, I've been I've been pretty vocal okay. about Zach Charbonnet. Like I like before all this bullshit happened with the combine, like I was like, oh you know, two oh four, two oh three, like I could see myself spending a pick on Zach Charbonnet there. Now I'm yeah, seeing people pay like, he's he's one what is he? He's one he's like one ten. One ten right now. I've seen him go one one oh seven. I've seen him go over yeah, Addison in spots and, the, and Bro, and I am don't just we not get tired that. of this? Like he's been in drafts for like the last four years, dude. He should be on his second contract by now, and he's still like a first round pick. Like he could still be good. I'm not saying it, but he 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 just says like thirty year old Isaiah Spiller to me. Yeah, man. It's um. So, it's a mean, r- he, rumor is he's he's right. he's. I think he runs a lot like AJ Dillon, and they might be the same age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> the jokes write themselves. I'm sorry, Zach. Um. Anyways. Zay Flowers, I mean, like, so you got to tell me, like, pre-combine, we're seeing Zay Flowers 204, Jalen Hyatt 208. That, that's making that's making Duchesne's yeah. happy. Yeah, I mean, I love the pre-combine score. It's going to suck because I feel like these guys are going to be 
first yeah. rounders come after after the draft, come rookie drafts. Um, and that's going to be a bummer because that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to um, decide, but it might make you feel better about those 108s, 109s again because those 108, 109 holders have been feeling a little bad the last month or two after the realization that this is like a five tier, yeah. Uh, yeah. five player tier draft that you yeah, just did it's not want to admit for the last three years. Yeah, it's, um, you've been saying it. I'll give it to you. Um, real quick though, but Zay Flowers, um, do you think he is limited to the slot in? No. Nope. Love that. And then Jalen Hyatt, is he more than a one trick pony? Does he have more of a route tree? Do you have faith? I'm not going to say yes, but if the price is right, I think he can. <laughs> it's tough, man. It is. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, okay. but it, I think it might be enough, you know? Yep. Like, I'm, not to say he's DK Metcalf, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Where it's if, like, if, you, a, if you're good enough at one trick and that, 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 that tool is very, you know, needed, and he might be able to do it. But that's why, like, it, it gets. It, uh, not getting him at 208 hurts now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, th- there's a little group of fallers here that I just yeah. want to have a quick conversation about um, as we kind of work our way down. Uh, we've seen Sean Tucker drop about three, four spots. Zach Evans dropped four, five spots. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for the next one. But we've seen these running backs. We were re- initially seeing Sean Tucker late first early second zach evans really early second they both fell now we have sean tucker 204 205 warranted do you like that spot were they wrong before and right now these two running backs seem to be going side by side um these are all i I like the slide personally because i like uh most of these players these were players that you know a lot of campus guys like these are guys that people knew these were names that's kind of why they might have been higher and now people are maybe fit you know finding new sexy toys and i mean these are the these are the talent guys that you've watched on saturdays if you've watched college football that you've been waiting for on your debbie squads to make it to the nfl yeah yeah, i'm not saying that's the way the fantasy football works and and we're right or whatever but like that's why they were high and to see them falling a bit it's like cool i mean like i'm here i like these i like these guys as players i do and and neither one of them I, i like sean tucker didn't run at the combine i don't think zach evans did but i think they both ended up like sitting out or not completing yeah. all of the workouts at the combine, which yeah. is why, you know, we, we seen people react to that. You know, you, you see all these people or all these running, other running backs, like complete everything. They move up the boards. These running backs sit out, they move down the boards. It's kind of naturally how that happens. Um, you know, unlike, you know, Jalen Hyatt and Zay Flowers, I, I, I doubt Sean Tucker and Zach Evans have any shot at the first round, but day two in, in rounds two or three, you know, I, it's like I was talking to somebody about this where it's like outside of like your generational talent and we can, I don't want to debate that, but besides your generational talent uh, at running back, the second round is basically first round capital for running backs these days. Yeah, like that is I mean, that is exactly how it goes. So when I see running back go on day three, I'm like, that's great. This is good news. And I can see a world where Tucker and Evans both go um, in day two in the third round. And I would be completely fine with that. That doesn't drop them for me whatsoever. No, not at all. I totally right. agree. I mean, the big one here, man, I mean, it's one of the biggest fallers, and, you know, rightfully so, is Kayshawn Boutte. Said it before, man, he, he was talked in the same sentences as JSN uh, a year yep. ago. Oh, and yeah. Now, I have, I have receipts. 
Yeah, and now he is uh, one of the biggest fallers, and because he honestly did himself no favors at the combine. I mean, like, it looks like the guy didn't even prepare for it. Sounds like he just was hanging out, playing some <laughs> Call of Duty, drove to the freaking combine site, decided to work out. You know, like it was bad. It was like the drop makes sense, but like hypothetically speaking, Duchesne's there is a lot of talent there. Uh, we saw him at the end of the first pre, you know, end of the first pre combine, probably because he didn't do much last year, but then. Without the with the combine performance being as bad as it was, dropping to two hundred six. Your thoughts on Butte in this two hundred six range? Um, he's becoming a value, in all honesty. Now we'll have to see what happens with the draft because if the if the, if the NFL teams still if they take the combine as serious as and the draft the like the sixth are. round or something exactly yeah. You're like okay yeah. all right all right he's off my board fine yes yeah, fine. fine but <laughs> like if he's a third fourth round pick or something I mean, he still might he could be a second round pick I, I mean who knows um. But he, the 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 thing is that with Butte, it was just the the hype was way too high to begin with. Like he was in breath with JSN top two pick. Like I like I had a tweet of saying you know one hundred two is JSN, and there was just a lot of the Butte disrespect. Like how is he not in the conversation with this top five tier? You know, never has not. been. Never has never been, been in this tier. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. But so if he keeps falling to the end of the second round, like he's the pick. The second round right now is. It's, as it looks, is like is a gold mine in my opinion. Like it, the, the one eleven and two oh four, there's not much difference right now. Yeah, <laughs> like it's all not. great. I mean, even Evans, uh, Bigsby, um, yeah, I, I, Kincaid, Hooker, Spears, Tillman. Like as far as as far as shots, darts, like this is as good as it gets. This is where the strength of the class was. It was the very top tier, and then the depth, but. The depth has always just been greatly overstated as there's like 12, uh, 12 top five picks or whatever. Like that, that was never the case in this draft. But yeah, the, the top end is, is not special, but this the, the bulk of the second here maybe is. Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned Dalton Kincaid. We've seen him jump six slots. Kincaid was a third round pick. We now see the 208. I think there's a lot of reason for that. Production was good, you know, in college. And he did extremely well at the combine. Your thoughts on Kincaid and taking him here in the mid second? Um, there's definitely guys I like a lot late, uh, more later. Uh, if you want to take it, the shot at the tight end, the tight end is one of the most like steady value assets in Dynasty. Where, dude, if five years later they have a, a, a thirty point game, dude, they're still worth a second round pick. <laughs> like it's insane, but it's the game we play. So, like they're very. They hold their value well, so I don't mind taking it there. But the thing is, like, it's just he's one of those that really hurts how much he's blown up because he he should be a third round pick. I'm sorry, like you can't be taking him over um, Rashawn Johnson or Marvin Mims. Like, I'm sorry, I just I can't. You got to go with the upside on, on on those guys. Another big riser we've seen, as it's no surprise, is he you know tore up I believe the Senior Bowl. Tajay Spears, he, basically anytime he's tested, he's done great. I'm not going to lie, Duchesne, this was not a player who was on my radar very much prior to his testing, um, Senior Bowl, Combine, what have you here. Um, Meteoric Rise, I mean, you go on Twitter in the echo chamber, Duchesne, I don't know if you're spending as much time there, but people are talking about this guy, you know, above Evans, above Tucker, above Tank Bigsby, pretty pretty handily, pretty steadily, pretty easily, which I I think can be a bit blasphemous, frankly, but... Wanted to get your take on here on Ty J Spears as he's uh, seen quite the rise. He's a second-round pick now. He, he was middle of the third, and now he's a second-round pick. I'm not quite there. Your thoughts? 
Um, it can seem blasphemous to have them over Evans, Kendra, Tank, but then you realize they're kind of low-hanging fruit to begin with. Like they're dropping from the first to the mid to late second. Mm-hmm. Um, Spears, I've I've actually liked quite a bit. I mean, he was a freaking workhorse uh, last year, and I mean, especially in their bowl game. I mean, I'm okay with I'm okay with getting hyped for a bowl game. All right, we people get hyped for freaking an Instagram video of them pumping iron or something like so squats. You yeah, see the exactly. weights, yeah, dude. So like, I'm okay getting all hyped up over a bowl game, man, where they fucking show out. So I have no issue here at all. I mean, and I, I wouldn't go much higher here than the late than the late second, but no, that this isn't blasphemous to me at all. Um, Another running back, Roshan Johnson. Um, and getting a bit of hype lately. He's moved up about five spots. Still 301, but he was in the middle of the third. You know, a lot of takes on this guy, considering it's like it doesn't really matter how good he was going to be or how good he is. Playing behind Bijan is playing behind Bijan, no matter who you are. So people have really talked themselves into this guy being pretty damn good. You know, I I, I don't have a strong take one way or another with Roshan. I think 301's fine. Um, what do you think here? Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of Lindale to Reggie Bush comps and stuff like that. Um, I love uh, this pick at 301, man. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll take him at 301 all day. I'll take him in the mid to late second. Like, he can be right there with me with Evans Bigsby, like mid-second. I'm fine with it. Uh, I feel like he's a guy that might get better draft capital than a lot of these guys, honestly, because mm-hmm. I think a team might actually like them, like the player, you know? Yep. Another one that surprises me, a bit of a follower, is Rushy Rice. Um, moved down. He was like right in the cusp of the second. Moved down to the middle of the third. I personally have gone on record where I think NFL teams are going to like this guy more than we think. I think Rushy, Rushy Rice goes. Day two, I think he's a third-round pick. Um, not that I'm necessarily love the guy, but I think the draft capital is going to be there, and I think he's going to – like he's dropped considerably here um, after the combine, but I think he's going to find himself – on the rise, Rushy Rice. Uh, I think he probably is settling into this mid third. I, okay. I, I don't know much on him, but the slide, I think, I, I don't know if he'll get the draft capital, but we'll see. Kenny McIntosh, another huge follower. I think the 40 time dead dead to itself. I mean, four, six, something as a running back. It's not necessarily death sentence, but it's not necessarily, it's not good, man. <laughs> um, people are pretty hyped on this guy. Obviously, Georgia running back. There's a lot of success there. Tape's not bad. I certainly thought he was a pretty decent prospect, but I mean, dropping eight slots post combine, I think in a lot of ways is warranted with, with how he tested. Um, Kenny McIntosh. This is, uh, he's just guilty of the Georgia running back thing. So like, he, he was a third or early third rounder to begin with because he was just somebody people knew at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he, te- he doesn't get the testing. The, the rumors aren't good. That's why we see the big fall, I feel. So he could – I don't have much hope for him to begin with, but that's where, that's where, where I would explain the, the big drop. Getting to pretty deep <laughs> cuts here. Um, you got the list up. Same one I'm looking at here. Any of these names pop up for you you'd like to touch on? I mean, I like Parker Washington as a late dart. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. Trey Palmer. Uh, if we, if you are a guy who likes the 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 testing and the scoring, Zach Kuntz, tight end, greatest tight end. I mean, where's his greatest Anthony? tight end of all time? The most. Yeah, where's athletic. his Anthony Richardson yeah. joke? Come on, guys, what are we doing? <laughs> Old Dominion baby, ten point oh, like. That's something to keep in mind. But uh, another guy, I mean, Jonathan Mingo, he's like A.J. Brown, but you don't get separation. And, I mean, at 
fifth round, fourth round shit. Like, I mean, he's a guy that I think uh, NFL teams could like late for. I don't, I don't know when the, the fuck he'll, they'll draft him, but um, he's big and he's fast and he's got decent hands. He's been getting some hype, I think, on, on the TL lately. But a he, little bit. Yeah, I sold him in campus in a campus to Canton League, and uh, somebody's trying to sell him back to me. It's like I can't. I can't buy him back the one place I've like could have ever had him when I have 20 leagues no. I can draft him. No, no, no. Like I can't, not I even. can't buy him. Not even, him. yeah. <laughs> um late quarterback, Malik Cunningham. Um and uh O'Connell out of Purdue. I just feel like he's like the next Chase Daniel. I don't know if it's because of the SEC, but I just feel like he's the next backup forever who you might be able to trade for a future fourth <laughs> absolutely just just crushing the uh the clipboard at all times <laughs> yes exactly clipboard jesus all right i mean that that's we've pretty much ran through all of the adp movers that i wanted to get to duchene's that uh, you know we got a little bit of time here left over um not to put you on the spot but you know is, is there any of these like later players that you're really targeting is there a way that you're approaching your 2023 rookie drafts where you might have a, a piece of advice for listeners or are we wrapping up Ooh, no that's where i always used to thrive or make my money which wasn't much but thinking of like the the theories of drafting or like yes. where to go and with i mean it's now it's old news, but like you trade out of the five, uh, trade into the top five, you know, get out of the middle of the the late mid late first. But I mean, I would just, I would just hammer these position players, man. I mean, it's, these none of this is is you know breaking news, but uh, after the top three quarterbacks, if you want to get in on Richardson, don't do it too early. But you know, hammer the position players. I wouldn't be taking Levi, even if he gets first-round capital. It doesn't make him all of a sudden better at football. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't got any life-changing is, advice, I don't think, today. Is there a, a – at what point would you trade – like, which 2023, like, slot would you trade straight up for a random 2024 first? Uh, seven. Seven? Seven, yeah. That's, pro- that's probably the number because that's where you're looking at with – well, Richardson pushes the prospect down, so – yeah, I think the tier ends right around seven. Our Duchesne's. Um, let us, the, the listeners here, know where they can find you on Twitter and find your work. Yeah, I'm not much of a content creator, more of just a chiller these days, but I do have my timeline. My, I'm, I, I, I make some takes still at Duchesne's underscore. I have terrestrial takes as a pod. There's some old, I mean, it's it's probably still good to listen to some old stuff on there. Uh, but there will be stuff sparsely uh, created, I guess. There will Can't be wait. pods coming. Can't wait. And, folks, um, if you are listening on YouTube and you haven't subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. If you are listening via podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, go to YouTube, hit the subscribe button. The Discord will be in the link will be right below in the description. You can find our rookie ADP there along with rookie mocks and just regular dynasty mocks as well. We're always talking football in there. We also have a Patreon that we just launched. Love to see that. More details on that below where you can get some quality time with me helping you with your teams and your drafts. That is all we have today, folks. Don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later. <laughs>